welcome to Moralia Python Radio with your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to a special episode of Morelia Python Radio. Uh, <laughs> it's on a different night. Uh, yeah, everybody was probably expecting uh, to uh, to be last night, but Owen and I were supposed to go on a fishing trip, and uh, that didn't happen. So, that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I get and I, and I was tempted was, to be like, so are we doing? the show tonight, but I'm like, eh, we'll take Tuesday off. So, you know. <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> I thought, uh, should we do this? Nah, we'll wait. Yeah. So, so here we are. Wednesday night, 9 o'clock. Um, so tonight, basically, we have two things. We're going to talk about Carpet Fest, obviously, and then the uh, kickoff of the 2018 calendar contest. We have a shirt together this year. Uh, we had the Carpet Fest shirts by Carpet Fest, and we're <laughs> goddamn sure we have the calendars by October Tinley because so. we keep promising but never actually doing. So yes, <clears throat> I want those calendars in people's hands long before it's the start of the new year. So uh, we'll get into the details of that in a couple minutes. Travis Johnson will be calling in to talk about the Southwest Carpet Fest. Um, nice. Because that kicks off this weekend. So we're going to give him uh, a few minutes of air time to, uh, to make sure that uh, we promote the Southwest Carpet Fest as well. After we're just off of the Northeast Carpet Fest, um, which I, would you dare say that this has been the craziest Carpet Fest to date? Uh, you know, I would. I, here's the thing. I would. I was. It was a pretty typical carpet fest. It was pretty th- nice. It was going great, um, and it was very enjoyable. And then people started going to bed, and, or and or passing the f out all over your house. Um, mm-hmm. And then the weirdest shit happened, and it. And I have to blame. Nick Scally for that, as well as um, Jeff Back, and I'm going to say Bill Stiegel because he is a huge instigator. Um, <laughs> you were, I think you were asleep for that, but I got the full show myself in person, and uh, that's a side of Scally I never wanted to see, and uh, here we are. So, <laughs> yeah, I was definitely asleep for those shenanigans because yeah. let's just say I put. I partaked in something early on that uh, <laughs> knocked me off my feet, and it was I hilarious. couldn't see straight. <laughs> I couldn't you were you were in and out, in and out. It was great. Yeah, I just randomly wake up out of the blue and just start saying, "No, I heard you talking about that." You know. Yeah. Weirdest shit All in ever. Good fun. Yeah. All in good fun. But uh, yeah, um, so. Before we get into that, we're waiting for Travis to call in. What's going on? How you been out the new uh, hatch animals and all that? Oh stuff? God, uh, yeah, this is like I know it doesn't take that long for babies to shed, but I'm watching this mm-hmm. because I have two clutches that I'm waiting for them to shed: the jungles, and then my clutch of uh, red jags. And the red jags okay. are there's thirty of them, so it just seems like. It's taking forever. No one's peeling. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. 
Uh, and it just kind of is mind-numbing right now because I'm like, come on, hurry up. But <laughs> they won't do it. And I'm feeding the other babies, and they're doing okay, and they're all up to like five meals by now. They're about a month old. Um, but it's like I, I keep waiting to get the rest of these things going because I want to get them to shed. I want them to start figuring shit out. Because to be honest with you, with uh, all the babies that I have, plus animals from last year, plus my holdbacks that I got back from Chris, I have no baby cages left open, and I have about six eggs left in the incubator. So if I do my math correctly, I'm screwed. So um, I have to start figuring out if I can let some go. Um, and they can't do that until they start shedding and start eating. So it's I'm at this really weird place right now. So, um, yeah, I'll figure it out. Well, but luckily- Luckily for you, Tinley's right around the corner, right? Yes, and the good thing is that I, I, I'm also rearranging the hell out of my room right now. Uh, I picked up some new racks from my curtain, and to get them where I wanted them to, I had to get the incubator out of the room, but I'm nervous because there are actual eggs in there still. So it's like in the middle of my room, and you have to like walk around it right now. It's really annoying. So... um That'll hopefully eventually change, but I'm also building a bunch of other racks. So the whole room's getting redone, refilled, rechanged, and I'll have a ton more bins and stuff like that. Just right now, I'm kind of full. So, and yeah, I, oh, and okay, and, and I, I don't know, but I am freaking the F out over the other things that I got at Carpet Fest. Like, I've tent gunned them a million times. I, they're upstairs in quarantine in a rack that's like plugged in, but it's set so low. It's ridiculous. I'm Rob Stone freaked me out now. And I'm not even going to enjoy these things. I'm just going to freak out over them every freaking time. Wait, so, wait, 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 back this up. What did you just say? Um, Rob Stone freaked me. out. I have the th- 1.2 rhino rat snakes right now that I yeah. picked up at carpet fest. And yeah. I am so freaked out about them right now because Rob's like, they don't like heat. They don't do well in heat. I'm like, ah. So I am like <laughs> over top of them with a temp gun at all times right now. And it's, I'm probably not helping them at all. But right now I'm just so freaked. <laughs> Again, I'm probably not going to enjoy them at all. I'm just going to tweak out about them all the damn time. So, but they're so cool. But they're so cool. So. Yeah, I uh so officially your list has I mean your main list yes has uh taken a huge hit gotten a huge hit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The animals yeah. that you've been craving and wanting to work with now. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, you know, it's like after after the roughies, what were the main thing? Rhinos. Rhinos got I want yeah. rhinos. And that's like now I got rhinos. I'm like, shit. <laughs> so it's like right now I'm at that point where I haven't figured out what my next step is. Um it, it will probably be, you know, just some I I, I just gotta figure it out. Cause I mean I have uh a lot of the stuff. I mean, you know, and I've removed Blue Baron's racers from my list because I don't want to die. But a lot of the other stuff that might is kind of hanging on the list is probably going to come to fruition very soon as well. You know, I have to get Savus again, and I want to get those. And luckily, I got a few hookups for them. It's like it's almost like the next one's going to be an attempt at like ring pythons again, and that always ends horribly. So maybe not. 
Uh, and then it comes to very like availability. I would love a pair of Dunn's Pythons, but I got to wait for Dunn's Pythons to show up. So maybe it'll end up being just 1.1 Brisbane Coastals. Brisbane Coastals are definitely a cool snake. (laughs) They are. And, and, and something that, you know, me being a coastal nut, you'd figure I'd have by now, but I will speak. Go ahead. You will. No, no, I'll figure it out, but go ahead. Oh, do you, I've been searching the internet. Do you remember in the, probably around 2007, eight, or nine, uh-huh. a coastal called Pewter, or it was kind of like had a silver look to it, and they came out really strange. Do you Pewter. remember that? Who, who bred it? I can't remember. I can't remember the guy's name. Um, he had uh, he worked with this specific line, and Pewter. this crazy animal popped out. God damn it. I wish I could remember who would have looked on MP real quick. But I Googled it, but I couldn't find anything. So it wasn't a morph. It was just a particular animal named Pewter. Yeah, but it had like this. The reason that they called it Pewter was because it really looked. It was like silverish. It looked silver. Um, Damn, I wish I could remember the name of that animal, but. I don't know. I was just thinking about it the other day. And I, you know how like when there's uh, specific animals and then you kind of lose where they oh, were yeah. and who oh, yeah. has them. <laughs> you know, and that's the other thing is that the, the the problem is that when you have a particular animal that's kind of almost a little bit interesting or famous, if something happens to that animal, people tend to just stop talking about it and you lose track of its offspring and stuff like that because the offspring are all sold. Say you had a very interesting looking animal. You bred it. You got a bunch of really cool looking babies and you sold all the babies, but then say the following year, your animal dies. Well, you don't want to talk about that because nobody ever talks about your dead animals. And Mm -mm. then all those people that bought babies tend to, you know, go off to the four winds or they breed the babies to their animals and nothing really crazy comes out. And then they move on. And because your animal's gone and no one's talking about it, they don't talk about it anymore. It's kind of like the whole, I, I was talking to somebody and I forget, I don't think it, it wasn't at carpet fest. I think it was at a show where they knew the term MBB, but they didn't know it was linked to Madame Blueberry. Like they did not know what that's what it stood for. And that Madame Blueberry was an animal that kind of started the whole line. They kind of just thought it was somebody's name or something else like that. And it's just like, well, yeah, nobody really talks about Madame Blueberry anymore unless you're talking about MBB line. And nobody really brings it up because unfortunately she passed. So what, like doesn't matter. So yeah, it's weird, but I almost feel like when it comes to, if you had told me that they were trying to name a morph, a pewter, I would say that screams like Anthony Capanetto, Will Bird, a few other people who kind of almost jumped the gun a little bit when it comes to having an established morph without, you know, going through the whole rigmarole. But if it was just the animal right. name, then like yeah it's harder people even people that don't name uh animals will name something that's freaky so i'm looking now i 
Yeah, that's the. So the guy, I believe the guy that bred this animal's name, the guy went under farmer on. Um, MP? On MP, yeah. Can you pull up his profile on MP? Um, yeah, I'm going to try. I was just curious because I know you're like, oh, no activity. <laughs> God no damn it. Activity. So. I uh, I Damn. I I do love me some coastals. So I can't believe that. God damn it! I wish I could remember George. George, remember George? Yeah. The animal George. Does that sound familiar? It does. I just don't know who the hell did it. Well, it was Farmer. They got Farmer, yeah. but. Uh, I just wanted to get a picture of that animal because I just wanted to try to track down who was still working with it or whatever happened to it. Probably more than likely nothing, you know, would be my guess. But, uh, <laughs> nothing. So man, uh, while you're know, you doing that, doesn't go, back far enough or yeah. it doesn't save anything? So it's Yeah, it doesn't it, go back. God damn it. Well, it's back. I mean, dude, you're also you're also trying to wade into the part of the pool when there were no morphs. So what you had to do to make your animals desirable, and there also were no localities, is you had to find what made your coastal a little bit freaky, and you had to almost exacerbate it when you talked about it and made it like you know, oh yeah, this one's got stripe. Or man, check out the blushing on this one, the yellow on this one, which are all really cool points to think about. But mm-hmm. all that got washed away the second Jag show up. It's like everybody stopped thinking like, hey, this one's got a little bit of silver, silver to it, so I call it pewter. And we're going to try to breed it see if we can get that silver to go through. Oh, now I'm going to breed it to a jack. And then you know what? I'm going to keep doing jacks. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. Everything just got yeah. swept in the whole jag stuff. And then after that, left from jag to jungle jags to zebras to everything else. So you now what you say that you love doing with IJs and what other people have done with jungles to make them so bright yellow you were on pace to do that with coastals and a few other projects and then morphs that are cropping up. So who gives a shit? So, and now of course we're so far out there and we also have uh, the localities that when it comes down to junk to coastals, you're looking at a few lines, which are all intermixed anyway. And uh, there's nothing real too crazy. I mean, you have uh, M pen, you have Lemke and then that's, uh, I want to say there's probably one or two others, but they're escaping me at the moment. See, that's how bad I am. So there's really no adjustment. But now looking at what Michael Pinnell has done with coastals and selective breeding to breed his bloodline, everybody loves an M-Pen coastal. So I wish you could kind of yeah, go back I will there. Say at, <clears throat> I will say at Carpet Fest, that sure did get a lot of love. My M-Pen coastal. They're, they're <laughs> mine. They all have to get back and wait in line. Yeah, sure did get a lot of love. So hopefully uh, this upcoming year I'll be able to produce something from those guys. Hopefully this upcoming year you're not like drowning in babies because everyone took a year off and you're going to get like huge clutches from every animal. You know, it's funny. I was just just looking on uh, MP and I came up. Across a post from Zach saying, saying goodbye to Molly Ringwald. 
She might go uh, this year, right? Or coming year. With She better go with V. Yes, yes. She's going right, to go right. with V. That's sure. another, another clutch. Everybody's going to have to get in line behind uh, Owen for this one, too. So, pull co-host rank. So. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, I don't know. I'll have to research it more. So, I'm, I'm throwing out a... Uh, uh, to ask if anybody comes across uh, or anybody knows what happened to the animals from George uh, Pewter or the guy Farmer uh, that was on MP. If anybody knows, just send me a message or something because I'm just curious uh, about that. Um, I wonder if we get. I wonder if Nick knows. Yeah, he probably does. I would imagine. Probably just give a call to um, Nick. Yeah. Yeah, I think he – well, he's going to be at the Southern Southwest Carpet Fest this weekend, so maybe uh, my California peeps can uh, chime <laughs> in here because I know he'll be busy. Yeah. Are they going to try to kill him again? But, uh, <laughs> well, that's the, the Northwest Carpet Fest that tries to kill him. Oh, <laughs> so the South – wait. He's safe. So now, does he, he have to do it, or, or is he going to have to try to survive two Carpet Fests? Because, guys – I'm not, you know, we can't kill Nick Mutton. We can get close, but we can't actually do it. So. Yeah. Yeah, we need to keep him around. <laughs> we need to keep him alive. He's good for like two right. episodes a year, all right? If we got rid of him, we wouldn't know how to do the filler. So. That's right. Come on. Think about us. No here. doubt. <laughs> yeah, who who's going to come on and talk about the. Uh, you know, Everything. Um, the evolution of Python today. <laughs> you know what I mean? No one that not many people <laughs> no one not many people can fill those shoes. But uh I don't know. I thought Travis was gonna I've been trying to hold off and stall here for as long as I can, but uh, uh don't worry, it's not noticeable. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? Like what the heck? Screw it. Let's um, roll let's roll on and when Travis gets his act together and calls us, we'll we'll cut the Travis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All so, right. Carpet Fest. Let's talk about Carpet <laughs> Fest. I mean, I don't know. I think we probably had about, what, 40, 50 people? Um, I'd say so. Yeah, I, I counted the ones in the picture, but I know we were missing some. Um, yeah, which would probably be. In the back. I, I, so. guess that, I guess that would be the biggest turnout that we've had so far. I mean, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe. It seems like the one in Pennsylvania, either your place or my place, it just gets bigger and bigger each year. I would, so. I would say we had, because there were a few people that came to mind that didn't come to yours, and there were a few people at yours that weren't at mine. So it's like, I, I say that if we get close to 50. Uh, We're doing good. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'd say that's about right. I mean, it it kind of seems like we're getting a lot of the same people. But we're also getting some new faces. Um, and it's good. I mean, like, dude. Uh, you know, obviously, congrats to you and Dory for you guys did a fantastic job hosting of all the bullshit that I know goes into Carpet Fest. You guys handled Holy it shit, like dude. on point. <laughs> and my dad, my dad actually said this. He goes, you know, Eric's wife is the nicest lady. I'm like, yes. And he goes, why is she married to Eric? I'm like, I don't know. I'll ask. So this is me asking. <laughs> um. So, because you know, under this that. rough exterior, I'm really a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll ask her later. Yeah. So there's, you know, 
But he said that, mm. or he said he had a good time, and it was obviously a blast. You know, you know it's a blast when you know we didn't even get into half the shit that was brought and or whatever. Because I'm pretty sure I left like two packs of Hershey bars in your freezer. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank you for that, by the way. You're welcome. You no, I don't want them. I, uh... I don't want them. They're yours now. <laughs> I don't, don't you dare bring them back here. So. Oh, oh my! I'm like, I opened up my freeze and I'm like, that shit son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it, it's and everything else, but it's like it was tons of fun. I mean, obviously the 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 prep work, it, it all paid off and. Getting everybody in on Friday was cool because, you know, I showed up. You guys had already been – apparently you were uh, slave driving Chris Salemi and uh, Rob Stone. Um, oh, I worked that shit picture. out of it was, Oh, yeah. But, like, that's yeah. the thing is we always tell people if you show up early, getting your, your ass getting put to work. And, I mean, Brogdon well, showed up early, and I sent him out for ice several times. So, yeah. Yeah, he – um yeah, I got to I got to give a shout out to those guys and you and everybody that, you know, helped and whatnot. But um yeah, my dad showed up on I think it was Friday and uh he helped me install the sink. Um you know, because every reptile room can't be complete without a sink, you know. I mean, you haven't even You haven't even used it yet. You haven't even used it yet. You installed it and then carpet fest have you haven't clean have you cleaned cages with the sink now? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I did the next day. I hooked up a hose to it, like one of them flexi hoses. Damn. So it. now like filling water bowls, I just walk around my room. I might steal that from you. Ever. I wanna do that. All yeah. Right. yeah, it was uh it was pretty freaking sweet, I must say. It makes cleaning just like that much quicker. But um yeah, well, I had to uh I had to clean because I opened up the the bin so many damn times. I spilled water balls all over the scrub <laughs> shit all over the place. I mean, it was just nothing was, was pleased just, with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the hell? Um but yeah, so uh yeah, Rob came in uh let's see. I didn't get any sleep that entire week. I kind of <laughs> took vacation starting Tuesday. Right. And I had thought that I had planned out exactly, you know, day by day so that come Friday, everything would be done and we could just chill out and relax. Well, that didn't work out. <laughs> um, it never you know, does. Like, yeah, you think you're going to have everything put together and, you know, I mean, probably the only people that understand are you, Bill, and Howard. <laughs> of, the, of the amount of torture well not torture amount of work that has to go in to be uh, be ahead because I had started remodeling my house so I didn't want to leave it like half remodeled and whatnot so I had to get all that done I thought the fire pit turned out nice even though everybody knocked over my stoves <laughs> yeah that, that people were just together. stepping on those all the time the fire pit worked mm-hmm. out fantastic because we 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 grabbed um we couldn't really get it lit and stay lit. And then Buddy Buscemi comes over and I find out that to be a fireman, you have to learn how to set fires first, which makes me very yeah. concerned with what Buddy does in his free time. But um, <laughs> he he had this thing rolling after a bit and it was awesome. Everybody was hanging out down there. Um, 
And I, I know people were hanging out down there because when we did cleanup yesterday, there was a shit ton of, oh, the next day, there was a shit ton of stuff down by the fire pit. So, yeah, uh, but it you was, never the fire know pit it, was great. Yeah, you would never know it from uh, from the yard now. I mean, it's all cleaned up and ready to go. But uh, <laughs> the beer, holy shit, there's so much beer. Oh, my God. I know. I told Dad, I'm like, look, I brought you a bunch of shit. So, you know, um, and he's like, oh, all right then. So I'm like, if you want yeah. more, I'll just drop you well, off at Eric's. So it's like, you know. I, I, might, I might have a round two coming at you because there's no way that I'm going to drink this beer. <laughs> I don't drink, really drink beer to begin with all that much, but holy right. shit. Or I'm going to have to have, like, another small get-together party. I, 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 told, I told Dory, I'm like, I'm like, dude, it's uh, – I told Dory, I'm like, 4th of July is coming up. You know, if you guys get invited anywhere, just bring a cooler. Like, go get a styrofoam cooler, fill it with beer, and leave it there. <laughs> so, like, wherever you go, bring a styrofoam cooler of beer and just leave it. Don't Don't bring it back. Don't forget it completely. You can leave it on like the front doorstep. It's like make sure you just leave it because that's what I ended up started doing. Is because everybody. I'm gonna be like the. the uh, I'm gonna be like the Santa Claus of the beer world. Exactly. Like dropping off random you know, coolers. Exactly. Here you go. When I when I had it here, I had a bunch of the IPAs. Have another drink IPAs. So, what I ended up doing is like every single family get together that happened, like further down, I kept bringing like six packs or styrofoam containers full of beer and just leaving them places and like they're your problem now and then running away. So yeah, totally doable. The one, the one, <clears throat> the one funny thing, right. is like, so when I came out, I think I must've came out and maybe it was like two o'clock in the morning or something like that. And mm-hmm. I came out and I sat at the fire for a little while. And I think that's when I said that I was going to go to bed. Yeah. And, um, I just remember everybody screaming like Scott Borden was leaving. And he's like, oh, you mean his royal highness? <laughs> his, his royal <laughs> highness, the prince of all carpet pythons, you mean? Yes. The prince oh. of carpet pythons. The prince of carpet pythons. And then Bill, that, and it, yeah, Bill was calling you a pansy <laughs> ass. It was great. So Yeah, they're just yelling at the top. So I'm thinking, oh, my God, my neighbors are going to – I'm going to be so, like, not know what to say to them when I see them. <laughs> but my neighbor to the right of me, I, you know, I went over later that day when we came back from, uh, like, this was after you guys left and whatnot on Sunday. Right. And I walked up to them, and I was like, so how bad was it? And they're like, oh, we didn't hear a thing. Uh, we <laughs> had the air conditioner on, and I didn't even know. She says, the only time I ever saw anything was there was, like, two guys on the side of your house pissing on the side of your house. <laughs> she said she was going to YouTube it. <laughs> well, well, um, that was that was Bill, um, and I believe uh-huh. it was also uh, Howard. So, I mean, we're just going to let yeah. that go where it was. Which so. was uh, that in itself is a pretty funny story. It's hilarious. I get this story. right, but um, no, I was there. So, I was there. Okay. Oh, go ahead. So and you tell we, it. You tell it. Oh yeah. So we were we were loading up. Um, uh, we had just finished loading up my rack systems that because the curtains had just left, and Mike had gotten mm-hmm. my brought me some racks, so I went and picked them up. We shoved them all in the back of my car. So we're all hanging out with uh howard because he's procuring something from his car and while he's doing that uh bill decides he needs to pee 
So he just starts peeing in your front lawn, which, you know, he didn't say anything, didn't warn anybody, just did it. So I'm like, <laughs> so I turn around, I'm like, well, that happened. And I'm it's me, Scott Rugen and uh, Howard and Bill. So Howard goes, well, gentlemen, this is how you handle that situation. And he pushes Bill <laughs> as he's, right. you know, mid P. And then Bill starts yelling that he's going to finish up and then beat, you know, Howard and Howard better start running. And he finishes up and he turns around and Howard kind of has this, what you going to do kind of pose and stance. And that's when Bill picks him up and body slams him down. (laughs) But wait, it gets better. (laughs) So Howard's down and he gets up immediately, like jumps up and he's got the, have you had enough? Cause it looks kind of like he's dazed a little bit and Bill picks him up and does it again. (laughs) So Howard's now on the ground, almost in the same spot where he was before. And he's just kind of laying there and he goes, all right, all right, I'm done. <laughs> can, can we go back to doing what we were doing? And Bill's like, yes. Yeah. So and then he picks him up and then we all like nothing happened. And you know, it was freaking hilarious. Oh my so, God. It was yeah. probably one of my top yeah. 10 carpet fest moments ever. So yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a body imprinted on my lawn, like a body form on my lawn. Like, what the hell is this? Oh, Howard. <laughs> so that was, that was hilarious. And that one was great. Um, and then J-Rod, uh, I'm sorry, not J-Rod. He couldn't make it. I don't know why J-Rod, but uh, Scally was walking around in that Borat bikini thing doing oh backflips, uh, doing flips off your diving board. I'm just like, this is, like a train wreck. I can't so, take my eyes off of it. So just no. So yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty funny, but, um, so I'll, I'll let you know how I found out about that. It's, it's <laughs> like eight o'clock in the morning. Right. And I wake up right. and I'm making everybody coffee and whatnot. And, um, Bill comes in and Bill says, Hey bro, you want some beer? And I was like, no, I don't think so. He's like, I think I'm still drunk. And I was like, what time did you guys <laughs> go the... to bed? And he's like, I don't know. It's like 4.30. But I think yeah. you have thrown the wildest carpet fest ever. And I was like, uh, <laughs> really? Why? He says, hold on. So he hands me his phone with this video. And he started watching it. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. Here comes uh, Nick Scally walking out <laughs> in the Borat man thong. Oh yeah, um, and then so it's like fifty degrees out there, and he just du- he jumps off the broken diving board. Yeah, he does a flip <laughs> off the broken diving board. So yep. I told Dory about it. I told my wife about it, and I was like, Dory, you'll never guess what happened. And she's like, What? So I told her, and she's like, No way. And I'm like, I swear to God. So I'm trying to track down the video, and then finally somebody posted it up. So I, I sent it over to her, and she's, oh, my God, she laughed so hard. She's like, what the hell? <laughs> See? Weird snake people. It's like they it got it yeah. got totally crazy. And, dude, the bodies all over the place. By the time it was, to, I went to bed at 4, it was weaving around people. It was hilarious. You know, uh, I'm down by the fire pit, and Scott Rugen's passed out next to me. I eventually got him into your house because I didn't want him to die. Um, Chris Foley's passed out in your house. Um, Eric Kohler got uh, passed out someplace too. It was it was getting it's getting pretty rough with weaving around the bodies after a bit. So, yeah. um, but it shows that everybody had a really good 
time. <laughs> so clearly. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It was, it was really cool. I met some uh, really awesome new people and yep. um, uh, you know, the standard people that usually always come. Um, but uh, man, was it a blast, you know, the food was. was awesome. The weather oh, was perfect. You know, uh, you know, Dory was she. Her favorite thing was the uh, pork Mm. that Lon made, and the uh, clam chowder that Nick made. And uh, you know, he just. What was the other thing? It was something else. I can't remember. Oh, Frank's. Oh, she was trying to figure out who made the baked beans. Oh, I don't know who made the baked beans, but uh, my thing was Frank's wife made this uh, uh, shrimp, shrimp macaroni pasta? and cheese. Oh, my freaking oh, God. Dude. I went back like three times for that <laughs> shit. It was great. And then Amanda uh, brought, Amanda Snyder brought like those cupcake things with the strawberry and cream in the middle. It's like, this is, dude, this is bad. This is a bad week for the diet, but thank, it went down in a blaze of glory. So, I mean, there was... Yeah. Such it was such good food, so. And you know, oh, oh, you know and uh, thi- Keith, Keith McPeak made the freaking flank steaks on the. Did you have some of the steaks? Oh. Yeah. God, oh man. my god. <laughs> yeah. That was heaven. I, uh, <laughs> the, the one thing that was it was cool, but I'm gonna have to try to figure out a different way. But um, mm. because I spent most of the day in the snake room, I was yeah. <laughs> Well, as like, and I told you, and I and I didn't, I never realized realized how I had that problem. I don't think I had that problem, but it's because I went through the snake room and then went and did a bunch of other shit. Nobody could really track me down, or I kept taking like groups or something like that. And it's like the you were in there, and then people kept trying to find you, and they found you in there, so then they stayed longer. It's like you gotta you gotta start like a few times when I was showing people my snake room. I ended up showing. Uh, like the same people, the room, like they would be, I'd be in there, they'd come in and I'd go through and I'd be like, all right, let's get out of here. We'll come back later. And then they came back with me later is what ended up happening with me. Um, uh, gotcha. Also my, my room was right <clears throat> off of the bar. So almost every time I walked back in the bar, I'm like, all right, let's go check out some shit. And I would duck back in cause I needed this, that, the other thing. So, but it is one of the things is that, you know, uh, I think, uh, uh, <laughs> um, Bill was stuck in his snake room for a while and stuff like that. But luckily, Bill had some people that know it's his snake room. So it's almost when it comes down to that as well. It's like uh, this is also an entire party about the snakes. Um, quick little side note I may have thrown you under the bus when it comes to uh, what's going on on the pick of the week with the calendar competition. Um, mm hmm. Because Chad Gray said, uh, I love scrubs, but which one of you uh, decided that put the scrubs and the Bolins in the same category? Whoever did is getting slapped at Tinley. And then a bunch of scrub people like Dave Means, Chris Foley are all saying that they would second that, third that, fourth that. So I said, pretty sure it was Eric. So that's you now, buddy. What did I do? You uh, apparently decided that Bolins and scrubs were going to be in the same category. So um, looks like you're going to get. Damn it. No, I gotta edit that. <laughs> you know what it is? But you know what happened? Yeah. I used the outline from twenty twenty twelve or whatever the first time we did it. Yeah. So, so there 
they will be separate. So you won't get yeah. slapped at Tinley. That's a plus. They're always separate. Well, I don't know. I just sit here and do things. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Anyway. But what are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> They're always separate. And then why, after, you te- after you altered it, great, perfect. Let's do that. <laughs> always separate. Owen, stop playing games. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. But anyway, back to Tarpafest. Uh I liked I definitely liked the feel of it. I definitely liked the um it, it went off without a hitch. There were no problems. There was no nothing bad happened. Um and the only other thing I would change is I think we had to do the auction earlier because a little too many uh, some people partook a little too much and then we tried to it was like herding cats. So, yeah, yeah. The the one thing uh, that I thought went well, but I wish we would have fine tuned it a little bit better, because um, I think I had a couple drinks at that point and I had a little <laughs> bit of a buzz. Right. But I was doing the Facebook Live, which was a good idea, but like people were trying to bid, and I wasn't yeah. paying attention to the comments. I was just recording it. But right. uh, maybe next year what I'll do is we'll get somebody to Facebook Live it. Yeah, but keep track of not that. one of us. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they'll be recording from the what? audience. Well, yeah, well, like that. If so. somebody, yeah, if somebody Facebook Lives it, and then they just kind of shout out if somebody bids or if we have somebody designated for that, let's we'll think of somebody who can keep track of it. Or even if somebody Facebook Lives from their phone and then somebody else watches from a laptop, just watches the comments. Um. Yeah. Letting us know who, who might be bidding. This is a good way to get it so that even if you can't make it the carpet fist, you can still bid on some stuff. Um, and then of course that helps us raise more money. So yeah, that sounds like a plan. Speaking of which all total, yes. we raised 3,207 bucks. Yes. <clears throat> that was between the shirts and the, uh, and the auction. So uh, pretty good. It's great. Uh, I mean, it's fantastic. Obviously, um, you know, we're not hitting the 20,000 shit or whatever the hell that, uh, Tinley Park does, but Hey, every little bit counts and every little bit helps. So, uh, of course a hundred percent of that will go to us arc. So I wonder what happens if you would combine all the carpet fests together. That would I wonder be nice. what that number to, would be. I would love to see a ticker of that. Saying? It's almost like, it's almost like what I would like to see is on the web, on, on our website. If we post it up and then have like a total at the end of the year. So right. and then we can go to the winning carpet fest. So. <laughs> yeah. Right. But uh, <clears throat> yeah. So let me think what else um, happened. This way. Well, the one cool thing was, so Rob came down. Yep. And um, he came down Wednesday night, got in around, I think his flight, his flight got delayed and it ended up. Oh dude, he was like telling me it was horrible. 2.30 yeah. or something like that, that I yep. went and picked him up, which, you know, was cool because I was off or whatever. But the the sucky thing was is that in the next morning I was up at like six o'clock in the morning, ready to, ready to go um, because we were going to the zoo. Mm. So uh, we were going to the Billy Zoo and uh Rob got us behind the uh behind the scenes at the uh reptile house. Yeah. So um we met this guy, Jason Bell, um, who by the way also stopped in uh later on that night because it turned out he lives in the next town over from me in Hatbro. Nice. And um 
he decided that, uh, you know, we were talking to him and telling him what we were doing and blah, 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 blah. And he said that uh, he was going to stop over and, uh, and and hang out for a little while, which he did, you know, which was cool. But That's awesome. uh, he took us behind the scenes and uh, it was, it was pretty neat. We were, um, we were in the, we started off in the tortoise enclosures um, inside and outside, which was, which was kind of crazy that we're in the inside of the enclosure while everybody's like looking in through the glass mm-hmm. at us. As it is in. very weird. Yeah. You yeah. feel like you're on display. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, they were mineral and or, mineral oiling up this. No, maybe it was coconut oil. I think it was coconut oil, and they were putting it on their shells. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, most of those were there since 1932, which is crazy. And they That's weren't even like babies when in 1932. You know what I mean? So these yeah. things are old as shit. <clears throat> so we went out into the yard and we were like, you know, got to take some pictures with them and whatnot, played with, not, not played with them, petted them, I guess you'd say. Um, and you really can't play with a tortoise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can only scratch his head. And it's like, as soon as you stop scratching, he, he goes to bite you. So he's like, don't oh, stop scratching. I'm like, oh, shit. All right, don't, just don't stop. But, yeah, it's simple there. Yeah. So we were walking around and checking things out, and um, they had a basement, which I never knew that. I never knew that there was a basement to the zoo. So we got uh, to walk into the monkey tail skink room, which was just full of monkey tail skinks. I mean, there Mm -hmm. there had to be at least nine, ten cages of monkey tail skinks, you know, and... um, you know, he was explaining that, you know, they're mate selective and all that. So when you get a group that's, that's, that's decent, then, you know, you kind of have to, uh, you know, to run with it. One thing that I did notice, it was very like human down there, which was, which was cool. Um, they, um, what else do we see? There was this, uh, uh, what was it? A, a pig nose turtle. Is that right? Uh, yeah. The, uh, fly river. Yeah. Fly river turtle. Yeah. Fly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, he was in this big, huge tub, like a big turtle tub thing, and he was like just popping out the top, ready to just like you know, like <laughs> I thought he was going to jump out at any minute, but uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, we saw some venomous stuff. We saw some crocodilians. Um, lots of uh, lots of turtles. Lots of turtles. So the Philly Zoo is like really into turtles and tortoises and such. So that was mm-hmm. pretty cool. <clears throat> so it was me, Rob, and Crystal Lemmy. And then, you know, we walked around the zoo. And of course, after that, I took them to get uh, cheesesteaks. Cheesesteaks. Yeah, which was delicious, by the way. Holy shit. Talk about breaking the diet. But man, it was, it was good. <laughs> um, we went to Jim's. Jim's? No, Steve's. We went to Steve's, Steve's Princess Steve's. All right. To keep in line with the theme of Prince of Carpets, Scott Boyd, and Prince of Steaks, <laughs> would be Steve. Uh, so, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make that boy a T-shirt. It's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, yeah. We we hung out there for a while, and then we uh, then we got back. It was funny. Rob was like. Uh, He's like, I'm trying to explain to him how to order it. And he's like, oh, man, here, just take my money and uh, you order it for me, you know. Cause, <laughs> and I screwed it up. I screwed oh, it up. You, oh, come on. I asked for the French fries at the steak window. And the guy's looking at me like, French fries are down there. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Sorry. So, uh, 
but uh, they they enjoyed it. They enjoyed that, uh, which was cool. And then uh, Friday we just built. If these guys had to lug another bag of of stones, I think they would have killed me. I, I had them they, loading like thirty bags of stones. <laughs> oh my god! From what I hear, there was there was talk of revolution and uh, overthrowing you. Um, if they, yeah. if you made them move one more bag of stone. So yeah, that was, uh, um, and, uh, Chris Salemi posted up the, uh, picture of the guys building the pyramid and be like pretty much what Friday night at Eric's house was. <laughs> so I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I am yeah. glad I missed that. So, um, <clears throat> but you know, all in all, everything went, uh, went pretty well and uh you know we got everything done and uh yeah i was real happy how it turned out so um until next year you know what i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> until next yeah. year yeah until next year and then it's like looking at looking at what you did to get everything rolling and all that stuff i'm like god i gotta step my game up and i'm like I, i'm starting now because i've already you know planting a bunch of grass and all this stuff and i'm like i better get this rolling in the right direction so that when it is back with me, it's, you know, to the same caliber of uh, when it's hosted by Eric. So, yeah. Well, yeah, it was, I wish we could have swam more, but um, yeah, it is what it is. You know, the weather was a little bit cold, but some people still don't. Mike Curtin's kids were like, Mike Curtin's kids were all over. Oh, that was, (laughs) we're trying to take a picture. Oh yeah, we're trying to take the picture, and, we're, and somebody's holding up Max, which Max was cracking me up the entire show, or the entire carpet fest. Or someone's holding him, and they're all like, everybody's smiling. He's like, because he's like cold <laughs> from the pool. It's hilarious. But then uh-huh. it's like midnight or twelve thirty, and Max is down there, and he's between Lon and Nick Scally and me, if, and Buddy Buscemi, and he just starts. He's sitting in this chair, and he starts like holding court. He just starts talking. And the stuff that is coming out of that kid's mouth is hilarious. He goes, and yesterday was Christmas, and it was a great time, and then Daddy set Santa on fire. And we're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> what the hell is going on at the Curtin household? <laughs> Jesus. So it was like, and he just kept talking. And it kept, and it was funny, and this kid was just having a ball. And I'm like, and I walk over to Mike, and he's sitting there, and he goes, it's 1230. They are going to sleep the entire way home. I'm like, you're enjoying this. He goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, and you were telling me, like, they slept till 8 o'clock the next morning. It was fantastic. So, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool. I got Mike to uh, come into the snake room, and he, he showed me some stuff with the Ocelot Jag Clutch that I did um, last year. Yes, which was awesome because when you know you have the 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 guy that's pretty much the ocelot master explaining to you like what to look for and and all that stuff uh, really mm-hmm. made uh, really was pretty awesome. Um, and uh, let's see what else. I, I you know I I can't really think of uh, anything else that that stood out that was uh, you know it just made me think that I think. All in all, I think those types of events give you a reset. And yeah. um, it sort of takes the tension, I guess, or whatever, off of the the community. And, like, 
you know, all the things that you're, you're all hyped up about kind of go away. And I think part of that has to do with the fact that, you know, when you're actually hanging out with somebody and talking to them and getting to know them, even though you might disagree about, about this or that, I don't know. It just, you get, when you get to know them, you look at them differently, you know? Um, And I think, uh, it's like, uh, well, I mean, Curtin posted up something at the Carpet Fest. He said, like, you know, what you learned over the weekend was, you know, uh, he said, like, Carpet Fest is family and stuff like that. And 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 Amanda's told me this a few times where, you know, if she feels down, dragging, not really wanting to do anything, do this, that, and the other thing, doing a show uh, with me, Howard, Jason, and all that stuff at, at Hamburg – kind of uplifts it and rejuvenates because she's like, I get to hang out with you guys and nerd out about snakes all day. And Carpet right. Fest is like that times 12. It's like, it's fantastic. So it, it, it definitely resets you, definitely gets you back into it. And it definitely gets everything seeing maybe even from a different perspective and also opens the door for new species and new things. Cause new experiences. You talk to somebody, I mean, uh, we're all sitting there and Mike was like, dude, I've had this thing where I've just been jonesing to get more info and more stuff about rhino rat snakes. I'm like, I just got, I'm like, dude, mine are, my brand new ones are in the other room. He goes, really? He goes, normally I normally just post it up and somebody jumps in there, but I didn't. And I'm like, well, you want to see them? So then he's sitting there. (laughs) Mike has these like librarian glasses that are on like a chain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so he just puts change. those on, and I can't take him serious. So it's like he I puts know. those on to to examine my rhinos, and it was great. So, but it's just like that. It's like this is an experience that you know. I'm glad he spoke up because I'm glad I could. You know, that's my thing is I always want to push forward a species that you never thought you'd want to be interested in. I mean, the first carpet fest I held here, I had people going home and buying a ton of rough scales. The second carpet fest I had here, people trying to nab up olive pythons after they left here. So it's like, I want yeah. to push species that, you know, this is my collection. So maybe you've been on the fence about these. Maybe you've thought about these. Maybe you're like, nah, I'd never buy one of those. But maybe you never had an interaction in person. Now you can. We, we, you know, obviously with your stuff, maybe you never saw these morphs in person. Maybe you never saw a professional snake room set up. You know? It's, yeah. It, it, it's the whole point is just to get everybody then get the ball rolling to help make you a better keeper or also open up more doors for you. And dude, you know, you showing off your collection that much. I mean, obviously we both have had like guests at our house that aren't into the snakes that want to see the snakes and they walk into the snake oh. room. They go, okay, that's nice. They're all here. Like, I don't, and then they're like, all right, that's enough. And then they leave. And you're like, but I didn't open up any bins. Like, I didn't even get to show you them or, <laughs> yeah. or the really pretty ones. They're just like, that's enough. So you've got an audience of people that's freaking interested. You're going to pull every bin. You're going to show everybody your heavy hitters, the ones you really are proud of. So, yeah, I mean, of course you get back, plugged back in with your collection. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> his post is pretty funny. I'm going to read it. It said, Good. Carp one. The carpet python community is made up of some of the most enjoyable people on the planet. Number two, when the curtain boys are out until one, they actually sleep till eight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Number three, 
Nick Scally thinks small cops are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> There's something wrong with him. <laughs> uh, and Carpa Fest is family, and that's so true. And then Howard says, number five, Howard bounces. <laughs> <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah, which is funny. But, um, yeah, all in all, it was a great time. Um, definitely, uh, if you – Man, I say it all the time, and I don't think that people understand until they actually go. Mm. And, you know, I know it always can't work out. Shit happens and whatnot. But there was a couple people there that I wish were there that weren't there, that I wish were there. But, you know, shit happens. I get it. But um, for some of the new people that that came and hung out, I think, you know, we could talk about it until we're blue in the face. But um, I think they actually, you know, got to understand what we're talking about. I was glad that Eric Kohler came, you know what I mean? Yes. Like I consider him a, a local guy and for him to not like come and hang out with us, uh, I guess it just never worked out. But uh, apparently this this year it did maybe because it was later or whatnot. But, um, you know, we got to talk about some, some different stuff as far as, you know, uh, IJ projects and whatnot and geek out about that kind of stuff, which, you know, that's always cool um, to talk to talk to somebody about stuff like that, that, you know, maybe you can't talk, you know, not that you don't care, but like when I talk to you, you're just like, it's not your thing. So I'm kind of like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but when well, you're yeah. talking to somebody else, that's yeah, it. Yeah. And I mean, like and there's a whole different thing. You're right, and there's there's certain things that I'm interested in, certain things he's interested in. There's certain other stuff. Like, I mean, when Kohler and I get together, all we talk about is the Lyasis stuff. I mean, that's just how that rolls. But if he talks sure. to somebody else, he talks about something different. He talks about, like, his Tiger IJ project. I'm like, yeah, it's a striped IJ. So, you know, that's this, that, and the other thing. So it, it, it kind of also opens up different things because numerous times at Carpet Fest, uh, I'll be talking to somebody like, hey, there was – uh, I'm like, I heard about this, this, and this. And he goes, really? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, well, you know, dude, call up the guy. Let him know. Uh, if you still got it, let me know because I'm really interested in those. I'm like, okay. So it, a lot of stuff happens with that. So it's almost like if you want to be involved in the carpet python community, it is in your best interest to make it out to a carpet fest, whether it be northeast, uh, the southeast, the northwest, the southwest, the southern, or Tinley Park, because we kind of conclude Tinley Park as like a unofficial Midwest carpet fest, um, and, and like, and that's it. If you can get out to any of those, you know, uh, it would do. Uh, it, it would it would improve your situation. It would help bring you into the community, and, and it would be awesome. So. Definitely. Yeah. If you're on the fence. Just do it. Yeah, it's definitely uh, definitely worth it. Um, but uh, I was I was pretty happy that uh, Pete uh, actually got to come and hang out. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I consider that kind of an honor to have a guy like that. Yeah. Uh, somebody with his experience and all that uh, to be checking out my stuff was uh was pretty exciting for me, you know. Definitely. Um so um let's talk about the uh I don't know if there's anything else you wanna touch upon. 
as far as uh, uh, Carpet Fest, just that it was a blast. Um, Jim did show up, which was, you know, Jim. So, uh, and so did uh, my dad. We got your long awaited picture. So, yeah. <laughs> That's probably why he's like, what the hell's wrong with him? But uh, for people understood it. People got the joke that. Uh, yep. So but, there's that. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, it was a great time. Again, you know, good job hosting. And uh, now, of course, we begin the prep for next year. So. Yes. <laughs> Seems so Never far away. It'll be here before you know. Yeah. It. But. Uh, Speaking well, of here before next, we know it. What? The the calendar. Yes. So. We'll go over the, the guidelines for that. And then, uh, so basically the idea is, is that I know we just sort of finished this, but the idea is, is that we want to get this done. So it's put the rest. So it's in everybody's hands long before the new year starts. Number one, number two, we wanted to have copies for people um, at Tinley park uh, in case they missed, uh, you know, um, or they don't want to get ship it, it or, or whatever, or, yeah. you know, maybe some people that uh, maybe not are into carpets um, or Morelia, um, you know, would pick one up because usually it's very awesome pictures and whatnot. And who doesn't mm-hmm. want a, you know, a snake calendar, calendar in your snake room. Yeah. Um, and then maybe, who knows, maybe they'll start to appreciate Morelia or, uh, or carpet pythons. Um so that's why we're doing it as early as we are. Um, and we're going to – it starts today, 6-7, and it's going to run yep. until 6-27. So the contest closes on 6-27 at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you have pretty much a month uh, to get your shit together and take some picks. So as far as the picks go, it has to be your snake. I don't care if you yes. take the picture – but it has to be your snake. You can't use somebody snake. else's snake. And then we have the little asterisks, unless you are taking pictures of it in the wild. So, you know, because yeah. what was it, the one year Ari's Bolins that he found one, and then the Owen Pelly one. So, yeah, if you have gone to Australia and photographed wild Morelia, you can enter them. But you have to have taken the picture of the wild animal, or it is your animal. Can't use somebody else's. Yes. And then um, let's see what else. What other rules? So we're looking for calendar quality picks. I don't want yes. some shitty tub shot or yeah, no tub picture. You know, something picture like that. Not shit it, and round or sheds or anything like that. It's you know. Yeah, in focus and making sure that mm-hmm. everything is 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 good. You know, think top quality you know, uh, that would be in a, in a calendar. Now, as far as, you know, again, this would probably be for people that are actually into photography, but 225 DPI, um, you know, so again, when we, when we put this into a calendar, you have to be, um, sometimes the picture is going to be blown up a little bit and you want to make sure Mm -hmm. that, uh, that, you know, it still looks good. So, so that's pretty much the rules. Other than that, that's 
you know, pretty much it. And then and the way the prizes break goes. down is, yeah, yeah. The way the the prizes break down, you know, so first place, um, this would be the best of the best. Um, oh, for the love of God, what Ian! If it's, <laughs> no, what if it's you don't a own it? Snake in your collection on loan, but owned by somebody else. No. Um. Okay. Owen said no. Has to be your snake. Um, well, yeah, because then when it comes to that thing, take the picture and have the person who owns the animal submit it. Jesus Christ, your animals. <laughs> yeah. Splitting hairs over this um, crap. So, the first place is uh, the best of the best, um, and out of the twelve that are are picked, we will pick the one that is the NPR Morelia of the year. Um, yes. Last year, um, no. it was Bill <laughs> and the sickness. And uh, the good thing is for all you Condro people out there that the sickness cannot be in there. Yeah, he cannot enter again. This year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if if you win so, Rally of the Year, you can't enter again because you have to uh, help us. That's the other part of the prize is that when you win Rally of the Year, you also come in next year and help us judge the calendar. But because you're a calendar judge, you cannot uh, put it in there. So, or you cannot enter an animal. So sickness, as well as all of Bill Stiegel's animals cannot enter this year. So that's a plus for you Condro people. So, uh, cause they're Condro usually the hardest ones. So. Yeah. Because it's so easy to photograph, you know what I mean? They really are. I mean, it just, it, it really makes for, uh, <clears throat> for a good picture. They're colorful. They stay still. It's really easy. And then, kind of put... yeah. <laughs> so then you'll be uh, Morelia of the year. Um, don't know what that means, but, uh, or if it means <laughs> anything, but. Uh... <laughs> well, some people, some people we, have embraced that. And some something. people, some people don't give a crap. I mean, like, do you remember, uh, was it Andrew Paris when we voted one of his as Morelia of the year? Um, he like had this whole like, slide thing for her uh for like the year following uh which was kind of cool um bill i'm pretty sure didn't really skip a beat i don't think he cares no i'm sorry it goes the sickness is the sickness um and uh so but yeah there's and i forget the owen pelly won the year before guys are really busting our stones brutal i mean jesus christ that's it that's it that's it no more bullets i'm taking it out of the counter now what are you gonna do yeah Chad Gray would at my house. Right now. Keep your shit up and I'll get rid of all of it. <laughs> I'll, I'll kill all Keep the bullets. Keep your shit yeah. <laughs> I'll kill all the bullets. Scrubs and uh. bullets. <laughs> we'll be going and I'm going to replace them with ball bikes. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you've gone too far. But um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but... Um, but yeah, that's first place. Obviously, if you're another winner of the calendar uh, in any of the categories, we get we send you out a free calendar uh, for you to get, and you also get you also get uh, your name and your company's name put in the calendar below your animal's name. So it's a great way to advertise uh, some of your animals. It's a great way to show off your projects, and uh, it's kick-ass bragging rights for a year. I mean, come on now. Um, I can't enter, so I've been insanely jealous of the people who can. Uh, 
since we started this whole goddamn thing. So it's mm-hmm. it's like I'm like I have good looking animals too. So it's um, <laughs> one of those things yeah. where uh, it'll definitely be a good thing. And uh, God, now Crystal Emmy starting. He's saying he wanted to know if there's no etc. category because we just have it as miscellaneous pythons. You know, God damn it! You try to give them the calendar early, and they just keep bitching. So, um, but what do definitely you mean, have. Like- Putting lizards and shit in there. Oh yeah, because we've had a we've had an etc. category before, and I think this year it's well, just we a. Well, we can make it etc. if you want. Is that what you want? Well, do mili- do make it miscellaneous pythons and etc. I'm hoping to destroy the idea of a ball python making it into the calendar. <laughs> it's gonna be very hard for me. That's gonna be a hard one, man. <laughs> oh man. Um, I don't really want that to happen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and the other thing is, is that um, if you ever go to MoreliPythonRadio.com, at the top yeah. on the home on the home page, is all the winners scrolling across. So uh, if you want to get an idea of what the uh, of this year's uh, winners look like, um, go there, look at the top of the home page, and you'll see what we're talking about. So the categories break down as this: Darwin, Coastal, Jungle, Inland, Diamond, Breadlie, Irian Jaya. Scrub, Bolins, Chondro, Rough Scale, Miscellaneous Python. And that's what... Uh, Slash, etc. Yeah. Slash, etc. Yeah. Like I said, I copied it from 2012. So it doesn't we went look back exactly to... the same because I couldn't find the one from last year. So Yeah, no one panic. We're going to... You're just going to fix it, okay? Jesus. So, yeah. but I mean, already, if you go on the one link that you put on the pick of the week already, you know, Scott Borden's, the, you know, the Prince of all Morelia, uh, his scrubs up there. She looks gorgeous. Uh, Solana threw up a diamond, uh, jungle oh, jag. yeah. J rod tossed up his two jungles. I mean, Christ, it's going to be hard <laughs> already. You guys picture yeah. skills are definitely improving. So it's uh it's gonna be a real good calendar in my opinion. I agree. Yep. Um oh wait. So Scott replied to this? I got it. Don't I worry, ain't you even keep there. going. <laughs> no, you you keep talking, I'm I'm gonna get this done. So <laughs> nice. So uh yeah, that's the category. It's Morelia, et cetera now, so it can be et cetera. Um, oh, I know why. Because he wants this. Sub, he wants to put in his egg eaters, probably. Probably. <laughs> that's probably why. Where you know, if he puts in a yeah, picture of fine. a, if he puts in a picture of an egg eater eating an egg, I'm I'm gonna vote for that like eight million times. So. Yeah. You can only vote once. Huh? I damn it. Um, <laughs> so obviously. The prizes, the time frame. Um, all that stuff. Uh, oh, but dude, it's, most importantly, it's, the weather is fantastic right now, especially in the Northeast. So it's like people should be busting snakes outside, should be like taking pictures, all this kind of crap. So it'd be, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. The, um, the most important thing is, the most important thing is, Just let it go. <laughs> is that when you post your picture up, 
please tell me what category you are putting it under. I don't want to have to guess and have to hunt you down and try to figure out what it is. So please put some information about what the animal is. Maybe put the number on the animal. Yes. We just numbered all the categories. We numbered all the categories. So just be like one and then put your picture or two and then put your picture. Number all your stuff. This way we know where everything's going. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, if it's from a specific pairing or if it's a morph, like give us something that we can talk about when we're yeah. actually looking at the animal and uh, trying to judge it. Um, so very important, very important. Don't, don't just, uh, you know. And like I said, you, won't, you can post up. Uh, basically, I have it pinned over on the rally pick of the week. Uh, so just go to the pin post, and um, there you are, banging away again. Do, 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 do. Uh, Shut <laughs> up about my typing. <laughs> well, if you keep talking, they aren't going to hear it, but then you pause. Jesus Christ. I hear it. <laughs> well, I don't care what you hear. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but anyway, uh, it's, uh, you know, what was I saying about? See, now I can't even think. Fucking God damn it. <laughs> you know. The category. Ruined. Make sure you put the category. Man. I'm putting that down put... right now. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about if you don't follow the rules and then you're wondering why your picture didn't get picked, well, there you go. Because if yeah. it's a tub shot, if it looks not quality or any of that stuff, I don't even put it into running for Owen or Bill to even look at. Um, yep. You know. So, so very, very important. Um, so, yeah, have fun. That's the most important thing. You know, it's something that uh, we do to try to highlight people's animals and try to get them some attention. And and uh, I think it's been uh, pretty good. And plus, you get a cool calendar. Um, we've hooked it up to where uh, Casey Cannon um, has been uh, – he did a wonderful job last year, I think. And, mm-hmm. uh, he, he, you know, we'll get it from him again. Um, and, uh, he keeps the price pretty low. Um, it's like 15 bucks, you know, shipped. Yeah. so probably a Tinley will, will might maybe do a little cheaper. It just depends on what the price is and et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So, all right, guys, if you're going uh, to pick of the week, if you're on the pick of the week and you're thinking about submitting right now, Tony Jerome just put up his Carpondro. And his thing is perfect. It says category 12, and then it says 50-50 Carpondro. So now I know what category it's going into, and I know what the hell I'm looking at. So perfect. That's exactly what we want. So ignore everybody above except for Tony Jerome. So that's where we go. I'll probably jump on all these guys who have entered already before and tell them to please put category and description of animal in post. So, But other than that, it's up. It's live. Have at it. If you got some pictures and stuff. Yeah, another one is Solana. She put up exactly, yep. uh, you know, she put, you know, what it is and da 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 mm-hmm. and, you know, Ooh, et cetera. Dude, so. did you see the Apodora, the picture that Tony Tony just put up? Oh, yeah, there you go. That is cool. Wow. That's a cool snake, man. That's a cool snake. <clears throat> yeah, that's, Speaking I like of cool that. snakes. Yes. Since we got that out of the way, there was a couple clutches that are hatching out that I thought were worth mentioning. Uh, and then I guess uh, I'll talk about 
he never called in, so I guess I'm just going to read off what he had. Um, <clears throat> so, of course, Jason Balin had some really cool stuff hatching out over the past couple of days. The Red Tiger to Red Tiger clutch. Mm. Holy hell. Dude, dude I he mean, has been – but, dude, that is – when the hell did the Tigers first – the Red Tigers first hatch out in, like, what, 08? So, yeah. that has been – no, almost oh seven. That is almost bi- that has been ten years of breedings of getting the reds on point, getting the color into the animals, and now he's slowly but surely just building the striping, and you can see it's really starting to pay off. Yeah, really, really top notch animals in that clutch. Um, I would imagine he's going to hold on to them for a little while and check it out. He also yeah. had. Um, Gamma zebra jags, which are going to be mind blowing. So like gamma line yes. zebra jags, um, which again is just crazy. He also had gamma line zebras hatch out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like he's, uh, you know, I don't know how many clutches he bred this year, uh, but it looks like he's off to a good start. Um, so. I'll share them over in the chat in a minute. I'm just so I'm waiting. See them. I'm biding my if they time. they haven't seen. Biding your time for what? I'm wa- I'm waiting for him to uh, to to because uh, I was hoping to talk to him at Carpet Fest. Unfortunately, he couldn't make it. Uh, I want to talk to him about yeah. the IJ clutch. So I'm 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 waiting. Like I'm just waiting for one of his little clutch updates to be like IJ's hatching. So I, I don't want to pester him. So I'm just kind of sitting back and biding my time. So, uh, oh, I was gonna say, like, why? Why do you care about an IJ? Because they're clutch? my IJs. Yeah, now I get it. Now I understand. Half of them are mine. <laughs> so you know. It, yeah. Um, Plus, uh, everything rides on. The problem is that I I got the Het Granite uh, from secondhand, not from the original breeder. And it was very much the whole, uh, well, I don't think he would lie about it. Neither do I. But it's kind of like it, nothing was ever really, uh, she hasn't been proven. She's been, you know, she's she's 100% head, but allegedly. We'll have to see how it goes. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. The other one, uh, so we talked about those, the gamma line, zebra jags, the tigers, mm-hmm. and the gamma line. Um, Andrew Paris, um, he hatched out an unbelievable pair of jungle oh, – pair. He hatched out an <laughs> unbelievable clutch of jungles from Slohan and Lucila. Okay. Um, holy shit, man. These are going to be – the banding on these animals are phenomenal. So – I would imagine that Andrew's going to hoard them back for quite a bit to see, yeah. you know, what happens. But um, I'm going to share like them Andrew's, in a second. It's not like Andrew's known for not, for, you know, hoarding jungles or anything like that. So, oh, wait. Yeah, right. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, he's probably going to hold on to them. And what I realized is that uh, being my first time with uh, um, breeding jungles, it's like I, I never really realized how, you know, I'm kind of hoping that the color starts coming in. People tell me, "Got to wait a year, got to wait a year, got to wait a year." I'm like, ah, I don't want to wait a year for them to color up. So now I all of a sudden understand why people sit in jungles for so long because 
to get the true potential to start cropping up, you got to wait a while. So. Yeah. Yeah, really, really nice. Um, and then uh, Vito. Oh, I'm gonna butcher his last name. I think it is uh, Gianni. Okay. Yeah, I think it's Gianni. Um, uh, he hatched out <clears throat> a uh, what the it's here it is. Um, it's a zebra jag, but it's a scream zebra jag. So for people uh. that don't know what that means, um, scream is a unbelievable bread lie jag. I know to some people that's sacrilege. I thought it was a diamond, it was a diamond bread jag. For hippopotamus. Okay. Um, But that thing is going to be amazing. Uh, I'm curious to see if it gets all those yellow or all those Mm -hmm. oranges and all that stuff uh, because it's really, really, really nice stuff. Um, And speaking of uh, bread light jags, um, did you see the one that um, uh, Martin Rosemond just hatched out? So it like, yes. hatched out the day after we had him on the show. Yes. But uh, I'm going to put it over in the. I know he was talking about that he was waiting on uh, on that clutch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his bread lie jack, right? Yeah. Done. Send. Uh, that's going to be a phenomenal animal. It um, is. The crazy ocelot patterns. Uh, oof. That's just going to be cool. Um, and then the other one that I thought was pretty cool, although um, not the flashiest as far as morph goes or anything like that, but Gelatin Jungles. Paul Harris hatched out a clutch of gelatin jungles. That's um, cool. Which I think are just, which are freaking just awesome. Well, um, it's awesome on the uh, level of it's good to have more of those kicking around because I think there should mm-hmm. be more. Um, and also, they're they're a really cool jungle and a really cool animal. Um, and if you didn't get the chance to see uh, Eric's when you were during Carpet Fest. Uh, just go go back over to his house and knock on the door and demand to see them. So <laughs> day or you. night, he doesn't mind. Yeah. Yeah, sure, we'll, no problem. Yeah, well, yeah, sure. <laughs> Two in the morning. What are you mean? doing here? <laughs> Owen told me it was okay. No uh, one told me it was okay. Well, there. if Owen said it's all right, come on in. Yeah, exactly. Come on in. <laughs> what else is new? Yeah, it's cool. Um. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I just updated it on uh, the Python radio page, too. Um, what else? What else? What else? I got a really nice group of IJs this weekend, which was yeah. cool. Uh, got some GQ stuff, some F1 stuff, and uh, some Boa Cabana stuff, and uh, Heck Granite. Yeah. Uh yeah, so I was pretty excited about that. Um, what else? That's all I got, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you have anything else. 
Oh, dude, I'm just, I'm still like, I don't know about you, but it took me a couple of days to recover from Carpet Fest. And I've been like crashing early. Like, I think I was crashing at like 1030, 1040 the past couple um, nights. It's been weird because I'm usually up to like midnight. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but me too. again, it's been a complete blast. Um, the whole weekend was just fun. And I wish we could have had the, uh, the, ra- the wrap up of going fishing yesterday, but apparently due to the weather and the choppiness of the sea, we were, we had to cancel on that, but it was still a nice day to have the day off. I, uh, just kind of was putzing around all over the place, uh, around here. Um, but, uh, obviously Carpet Fest is, uh, extreme labor of love for us as part of the show. And uh, just one of the things that we try to do to uh, get the community more interconnected and talking and working with each other. Cause I, we kind of feel that if everybody knows each other, it gives us a lot of, it, it makes community a lot better. And uh, it kind of does help hold us to a higher regard because if, you're screwing up something, but you met, you know, or you have a friend that you met at Carb Fest that is doing something you might not think is on the up and up. You might feel more comfortable now approaching them privately and being like, Hey dude, you can't do this, that, the other thing. And where before you might have thought it was your place. It's ways to kind of correct the stuff. And, um, again, it's one of the things we just do. And, you know, it was another one of Eric's brain children that just, cropped up because it was done once by a bunch of people and then decided to one off it and never do it again. And if we had decided to only have one carpet fest, it would have never have reached this potential. So I'm definitely glad this is their sixth year and we're going to continue on to the seventh and we'll keep rolling until one of us is dead. So, um, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, We'll see, but uh, I'm, I'm definitely glad it uh, went off without a hitch and went real well. So uh, I also did learn that yeah, Wawa too. does Wawa does not carry the big bags of ice. I learned that the hard way, um, but 7-Eleven does. So we know that for future reference. Ah. Yeah. I also know that I have no idea what I'm going to do with the ostrich egg that I got or the emu egg, uh, but I have them now. Uh, I don't know what to do with them. But they're here. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, it was definitely a great time. So, obviously, yeah. if you're going what? out there with, I mean, obviously, if you're going out there, like, you know, it, uh, with Morelia, you want to, you should try to get to one of these. Yeah, you don't have any excuse because they're all over the place. So, wherever mm-hmm. you're at, you have, you are in distance enough to where you can go and hang out and and have a good time with your fellow Morelia uh, heads. And don't think just because you don't have carpet, you know, uh, that you can't go, um, you know, you don't have to be a carpet python, uh, you know, enthusiast like Owen and I are. You could be into scrubs. You could be into Poland, You could be into garter snakes for that matter. But, if you are uh <clears throat> if you're into reptiles or you're curious about you know maybe curious about any of the animals that we just uh, you know talked about what better way than to go and hang out with the people that uh 
are some of the uh, best people in the uh, hobby. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's just uh, it's just definitely a good time and and worth checking out. Shut up, dogs. Damn dogs. So, goddamn dogs. <laughs> I walk out of the room and uh, all shit breaks loose. So uh, let me let me go over uh, Travis. I talked to him earlier, but let me just read what he's got going, what he wanted me to yeah. hit on. Um, yeah. Let's see. So this is for the Southwest Carpet Fest. Uh, just to let everyone know that we will have it. They will have an online auction on our Southwest Carpet Fest group uh, starting at 5 p.m. Um, Pacific Standard Time. And it will run until Saturday at 5 p.m. Um, Pacific Standard Time. When they will have a live stream auction on those items. So head over to the group and support US Arc. Uh, and that would be anyone last minute that would like to come to the event in, where is it at? Pa- uh, Paso Robles. Uh, that there's nice hotels nearby, and they can contact uh, Travis Johnson on Facebook, and he will get them directions. So um, this is their third year. And by the way, they did an awesome job with the, with the shirts. I'm really happy with, uh, with the shirts. Um, it's basically like the Jurassic Park type of logo, but with a carpet mm-hmm. python skull instead of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. So... Nice. If you didn't order one of those shirts, you lost out. Um, <laughs> but uh, if you're if you're over on the West Coast, uh, it's definitely worth uh, worth checking out. I know Nick Mutton's going to be there, so if you ever were interested in meeting him, there you go. There's uh, your opportunity to go and hang out. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Riley will be there, uh, Terrell, um, you know, all those guys, Steve Katz, uh, yeah. all those guys. So. All the West Coast carpet heads uh, will be out in uh, in that neck of the woods. I'm hoping next year maybe I can make it out. I'd like to go see what California is about. Never been there. Um, I think it would be a good time. I'm sure there's tons of shit to see out there and do and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah. Definitely. Uh, next week, uh, next week we have a pretty exciting show. This one's I'm looking forward to. That I, I really don't know anything about this species, so I got some research to do. But yeah. uh, we're going to be talking about Sanzinia, which is yeah. Madagascar tree boas with Bill Hughes. Uh, Bill has and, successfully bred these guys for multiple years and has a tremendous amount of knowledge when it comes to the species. There's two. There's yeah. what a green phase and a another phase. I think the one is I on, know. Uh, I think it's a brown. So, from what Rob was telling me, they 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 they're from Madagascar and they're on two sides of the island, um, and uh, one the drier side is more of a brown type of uh, snake, whereas the one on the spot with all the vegetation is green. I guess that would make sense, but. Uh, Looking forward to that. So if you have any questions or comments or anything as far as that relates to Sanzinia, uh, be sure to send them to info at moreliapythonradio.com, and, and we'll try to squeeze them in there when we talk to Bill. So uh, I always like talking about new species that I don't know about. Um, 
you know, obviously we'll be hitting on uh, natural history, uh, mm-hmm. the keeping of them, and the breeding, and, uh, you know, because, you know, we'll be talking about boas, which is live bears, uh, not eggs and all that stuff. Uh, right. Which actually, that kind of makes me nervous. I don't know about you. Obviously, you bred, you know, your Dominican red mountain boas, but. No, it's not fun. <laughs> okay. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And and the problem is that uh, it it's you when you get a surprise clutch from pythons you're like oh crap a surprise in the incubator um, you know it's right. like okay now I got like two months worth of time to figure shit out when you get a surprise litter from boas you don't know all of a sudden they're just there <laughs> so it's like oh shit so it's a completely different animal but the Sanazinia are by far some of the most gorgeous animals in all of herpticulture. So if you have not taken a look at them or if you've not seen them in person, they are stunning. And like, I've been tempted by those animals before, but, uh, and I'm, they're hard to come by. And from what I hear, people are getting a little bit more success with them to where they might start popping up a little bit more, which is awesome. But like I said, they're a gorgeous animal. Um, but no more bows for Owen. But I am interested to hear everything about them because I don't know if I can apply some of that to my Dominican bows to try to get them to breed. So maybe, maybe. Yeah, who knows? So um, got to give a thanks to uh, Ian Bissell for uh, hooking us up with uh, Bill. Um, but uh, it should be uh, should be an exciting show uh, for sure. So I guess we'll go down the list and we'll uh, get up to call it early um, and uh, just get ready for for next week's show. So business Marillion as Python usual. Radio. Yeah, Morelia Python Radio. Check out our website moreliapythonradio.com for everything Morelia. Um, you can stay up to date with us on the Facebook page. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Morelia Pythons. Uh, you want to listen to the show, you can go to iTunes, you can go to Stitcher, whatever podcast app you have. Um, you can also listen on Blog Talk Radio slash Morelia Python Radio.com. Um, if you have any questions, uh, guest suggestions, anything like that, et cetera, you can email us at info at Morelia Python Radio.com. Uh, let's see. We have two other, uh, we have rep the links. Uh, which I did get an email t- uh, today that uh, my package should be shipping anytime. So I can't wait to uh, to dive into that and see uh, see what they're all about. But um, check out the episode that Nick was on, and uh, it'll explain what his products uh, and what he's doing. So um, yeah, and the positive results people have had. So check out RepTheLinks.com. Uh, like I said, Ian Bissell, uh, I have to give a shout out for S&J Reptiles. He specializes in green tree pythons. You can check out his website at sjreptiles.com or on his Facebook, S&J Reptile. Myself, E.B. Morelia. Now that Carpet Fest is done, we're back into the swing of things. Uh, I'm going to be updating uh, my site and my Facebook page a lot more getting some pictures and all that stuff. So ebmorelia.com. If you have any questions or comments, you can send it to eric at ebmorelia.com. I have a huge season on the docket for next Hmm. year. 
to make up for this season. Tons of pairings, all kinds of stuff, whether it's, um, you know, uh, just subspecies stuff like coastals, IJs, jungles. Um, who? what else? Uh, Darwin's. So just that alone is going to be exciting. Bread lie, maybe. Uh, so much bread lie. Nice. Um, so hopefully that'll happen. Uh, tons of more stuff, obviously. Um, you know, uh, so that should be cool. But uh, be on the lookout for that. EBMorelia.com is, is me. So cool. that's all I got. Cool. What I got is you can go to rogue-reptiles.com. We're in the process of updating everything from the snake bios to the babies we have for sale. I'm waiting for a few more animals to feed and shed before we start taking pictures. But the caramel and super caramel or post super caramel jags are ready are almost ready to roll. So if you want to get, you want to get pictures of those babies, let me know. Uh, I'll be posting them up on the, Facebook page first, and then they're going to go up on the website, and then we'll have to do ads as follows. Uh, speaking of Facebook, you can go to Facebook, look up Rogue Reptiles. You can give us a like over there. Gives you first dibs on all the animals that are for sale before we start putting them up on King Snake, Fauna, and even the, our own website. So if you want something, that's the best place to get first dibs. Uh, the other clutches are coming as follows. I will not be attending this Saturday's uh, Hamburg Reptile Show. I have a wedding to go through, but I can deliver animals first thing in the morning. So if you are interested, let me know. Uh, but time is of the essence on that one. Uh, the next show I'll actually be vending is Tinley Park, Chicago in October. So that's all we got for you guys this evening. Um, so we'll say thank you all for listening. And we're going to catch everybody back here at the normal time. Tuesdays at 9 o'clock for some more Morelia Python radio. Good night.